This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Today we're talking about some interesting and exciting stuff. We're getting all into the business nitty gritty. In the last episode, we covered the five phases of self-publishing a business building book, and I promised you that we would get into that fifth part, which is the back-end business profit. So that's what we're going to cover in this fourth episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. We're getting all into how to generate six figures and beyond in your business by leveraging the power of a book. But first, I have a little bit of a confession to make. (laughs) I have to let you know that I have been feeling so much resistance around creating the content for the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. And I share this with you because I thought I was immune to resistance. I went through the feelings of resistance when creating my own book. I help women, in fact, all the women that I work with feel some sort of resistance when creating their book. And I thought that I wasn't going to feel that. But I've been feeling it hardcore, and I have to admit that a couple days ago, I was all scheduled to record. I had put down my little guy for his afternoon nap, and I had everything set up, and I just hit this wall. And instead of doing the quote-unquote right thing and just pushing through that resistance and recording, I took the easy path out, and I went downstairs, and I watched Bravo's Summer House. By the way, I'm addicted to Bravo. Did I tell you that? I watch way too many Bravo reality shows. But anyways, again, I'm sharing this with you because if you are feeling like you have a ton of resistance, I want you to know that everyone feels it. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. Knowing what's on the other side with the amazingness that comes with your book is what will push you through it. So back to me. (laughs) Someone asked me, what's the difference between a podcast and a book? And I'm so new at podcasting. My goodness, I've only completed three, and this is my fourth, as you very well know, that I, I feel like I can't be given any advice between the differences. But I will say that 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 is a similarity that no matter what you're doing when it comes to putting out big ideas into the world, you're going to face resistance. But I will say that the big difference between a podcast and a book, and if you're thinking, should I do a podcast or a book first in my business, the big difference, and I think this is where a book really shines, is that with a book, you are completely inside of the creative process all at once that you can really immerse yourself in it because the writing phase is all one phase, right? And you finish up that phase before moving on to the marketing. And in a podcast, it's the opposite. You're sort of like, task switching back and forth. You're creating content, then you're packaging it up and you're you're sharing it and you're marketing it. And then you're going back and you're creating the content again. So I will say that the book kind of has the advantage there in my mind. But again, I'm so new to this podcasting thing that I, I just feel silly even giving any advice when it comes to podcasting. But I do know more now than I did, you know, a couple weeks ago when I first started, even when I was researching everything, I know more now being in it and actually recording and in the process itself, that the big difference to me is that you're able to really 
dig in deep with whatever phase you're in. You heard me say that before, stay in your phase. And I think that's what's really beautiful about a book. That's why you should start with a book. So hey, another win for the book category. But let's get into these six figures, aka the back-end business profits, because that's what being an author entrepreneur is all about. When you're an author, you're just focused on the profits and the royalties that you're gaining from your book. When you're an author entrepreneur, you are gaining so much more than that. And we're going to actually talk about real numbers as we get towards the end of this podcast episode. But the overarching kind of story here is that I need you to understand that a book is just the beginning. A book is just the beginning. So many of us look at this book as like, that's the finish line. You know, once I reach up to a certain point, I'm going to do a book and that's going to be the pinnacle of everything. But I need you to kind of bring that back and change your way of thinking because a book is actually the starting line, not the finish line. You know, A week or so ago, I was on a play date with a neighbor friend, and she has two kids. She has a two-year-old boy, just like mine, and then she also has a daughter who is just about to graduate kindergarten, and we were talking about it, and I was like, how are you feeling about it? And she got a little emotional, you know? She she was like, it's my little girl. She's my oldest. She's my firstborn, and she said, it feels like the end. It feels like the end. And, you know, from a mom standpoint, I can look at her and say, I completely understand. It's emotionally understandable. But from a logical standpoint, we look at that and we think, girl, it's just the beginning. It doesn't make sense, right? Kindergarten, they're still so young. They have a lifetime ahead of them. Yes, they're getting out of those small stages. And yes, it sort of is an end of a chapter. But it really is just the beginning because there's so much to come. It's the same for your book. This is just the beginning. It's the book that's going to take you to the next level. It's the book that's going to open up all the doors. Again, it's not the finish line, but it's the starting line. So I talk with a lot of people about what I call the circle of awesome when it comes to your book. And I think it's nice to understand what it is because once you grasp the concept of the circle of awesome, it sort of makes sense of why the book is so powerful. So think about a circle right now. I wish we were on video because I'm using my hands (laughs) to make a circle in front of this microphone. But if you think about a circle in your mind and you place four dots on that circle and you kind of count them off, like one, two, three, four. Of course, one is at the top and then two is on the right, three is on the bottom, four is on the left. It is a circle, so four eventually goes back to one. But if we look at this circle of awesome for your book, what that looks like is number one, people buy your book, right? That's the number one. And then number two, once someone is a purchaser of your book, they become a reader. And when you've done your book correctly, they get excited about you. They connect with you. They they join your email list. They become part of your sphere or your tribe, whatever you want to call it. And they want more from you. And more means they want to join one of your programs. They want to buy something from you. That really means dollars for you as far as your bottom line. That's the number two part of that circle of awesome. Number three is that they then share your stuff. Like they're excited about you and they like what you have to offer and they talk about you and your tribe starts to grow even more. And then that fourth part of that circle of awesome is that 
people then are starting to hear more about you. They're hearing your name. They're hearing your concepts. They're hearing what you have to offer. And they hear that you have a book. So that automatically puts you at a power of a position of power. And they want to interview you for events. They want to interview you for podcasts. They want you to be part of summits. And then the more that number four grows, the more that number one grows, you know, the more people are buying your book. And then it all goes around and around and around in a circle until your circle just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you haven't yet made six figures in your business, just know that it's because you haven't had the magic of a book to get you there. You really have to have that book first in order to continue to grow that circle of awesome. So what does that nitty gritty of the six figures in your book actually look at? Look like, rather. It's really, you know, I hate to use the F word here, funnel. You've probably heard the word funnel before. And what that means in your business is that if we look at the top of a funnel, right, it's really wide and then the bottom is really small. The top of your funnel is where most of the people are going to sort of hear about you and know what you have to offer. And that's where you want your book to be. You want your book to be at the very top of your business funnel. Why? The reason why you want your book to be at the top of your funnel is because it's great for positioning. It automatically sets you as a leader. And not to mention, it's really low commitment for the purchaser from two standpoints. It's low cost, right? They're buying something that's usually around $10, $12. It's an easy purchase from their end. And it's low commitment. You know, when someone's purchasing a course from you or they're purchasing coaching from you, they know that they're kind of going to have to devote so much time. And the book is easy because you're just promising them that you're going to offer them a solution, but they can do it on their time, right? They know that once they get the book, they can read it whenever. They can read a few pages and set it down. There's not going to be any repercussions, right? And I think what's really great is that it's also a tangible asset. If you only offer digital things in your business, the book is great because it's something that people can hold. It's something that people can take a picture of and share on their Instagram stories. It's something that someone can send as a gift. You know, maybe you already have tangible items in your business, like if you're an Etsy seller or if you are in uh social selling or direct sales, and you already know the power of something tangible, right, and the products that you have. But if you don't have that, then that's why a book is a great addition to your business because it's tangible. And just having you, your name at the bottom of that book as the author, again, sets you apart as the leader that you are and is a great and powerful way to get someone to connect with you because they view you as the person that's going to solve whatever problem they need that you are offering as a solution in your book and in your offerings in your business. So beyond your book, what do you need to have? There's three big things that you need in your business in order to scale yourself up to six figures and beyond. The first thing is a lead magnet or a freebie, something that's going to get someone from the reader that bought your book on Amazon into an actual part of your email list and your tribe. So what does this look like? When I put my book out there, She Creates the Way, I created a freebie specifically to the book and it was just quite simply, it was a bunch of bullet points of action steps that I had 
put at the end of each chapter of my book that I compiled together as one in the She Creates the Way. I think I called it an action guide. Gosh, it's been so long. But that's usually what I advise with my one-on-one clients is put together something from your book that is in direct correlation. But it doesn't have to be. Maybe you already have like a a cheat sheet or some sort of checklist or something else that is directly related to the contents of your book. You need this in your business because even if your book is top of funnel, you need readers to be able to take that jump into your actual personal email list, not personal email list, but you know, your email system, your sphere there. And you want to put links for this freebie everywhere in your book. I'm talking everywhere in the beginning. In fact, think about when you're on Amazon and you're clicking look inside, you know, when you can view inside of a book in the first few pages, you want readers to see it as soon as they look inside. And you may think, well, why would they buy my book if they can just get the freebie right off off the bat? Well, they're going to buy it because they want the content, but it's actually a good thing even if they don't buy it if they join your email list because that's someone that's joining your list and you know they need what you have to offer regardless. So, you want to put it in the beginning. You you definitely want to be putting links and calls to action to join that email list at the end of each chapter in your book. You want to put it at the end. You want to put it in the about me section, and you want to put it on the back cover of your book if you're doing a paperback physical copy. You want to put it everywhere (laughs) because that is how you get people to join your list. Now, the goal here is even though your book is the top of your funnel in your business, you actually want to have more people joining your email list than are actually reading your book. And again, you do this because you're putting that freebie and that lead magnet call to action everywhere in the book so that even if someone doesn't buy it, they join your email list. So then in your business, the second part here to getting to six figures is to have a low ticket offer. When I say low ticket, I mean it's something that's less than $50. I'm sure you've seen things that are $29, $37, $47. I really like the sevens at the end. I don't know what, there is a sales psychology there. I don't know the exact uh, psychology behind it all, but uh, you know, that seven at the end, that nine at the end, and uh, keeping it below $50 is really important here because you want to meet your tribe where they're at. Not all of us are ready to commit to a high ticket offer. And that's the third thing here, by the way. The third thing you need in your business is a high ticket offer. So it's the number one lead magnet, number two, low ticket offer, and number three, a high ticket offer. So think about your low ticket offer as something that you're providing for your readers to save them time. So maybe that's templates, maybe that's how-to guides, maybe that's cheat sheets that are on a higher level than just the cheat sheet that you provide with your lead magnet, or there's more of them. And then the high ticket offer is something that's directly related to one-on-one with you, whether that's a one-on-one service, whether that's one-on-one coaching. You can do group things here like masterminds and group coaching, but if you're just starting out, really painting yourself as the leader that you are in your book and leading your readers to something high ticket is going to make them want to work with you on a one-on-one level. So thinking about your business from that standpoint, knowing that everything in my book is leading people to join my email list, and then I'm going to help walk them through meeting them where they're at, that is what is going to get you able to 
scale up in your business. Everything works like magic when you walk your client to the next logical step. You know, there's only so much you can do inside of a book, right? But when you take what you know and you package it up into a low ticket offer and you also offer it on a higher level when they're working with you for your high ticket offer, it is an amazing thing because you're able to help on so many different levels. You're able to help those that can and are able to afford you at a higher ticket and have the time to do so. And you're able to help those that are maybe still kind of tiptoeing in the waters of whatever it is that you offer in your business and aren't ready to join you at a high level yet, but they want to join in at something at a lower ticket price. And by the way, Don't think that, you know, I think a lot of us, especially if we've only ever offered high ticket, we're kind of scared to offer low ticket because we think it can tarnish our positioning. And I used to think that, I'll be honest. Um, And then I worked with a couple of coaches that got me out of that mindset (laughs) and showed me the difference between what you offer at high ticket and what you offer at low ticket. You'll only tarnish your positioning if you offer yourself at low ticket. If you keep you and your one-on-one work at high ticket, then it doesn't matter what you offer low ticket, you'll never tarnish the brand of yourself. Even if you offer yourself at a one-day price of, you know, maybe a VIP mastermind one-on-one day with yourself for $10,000. You can still be selling low-ticket items for $7, $12, $39. I've seen it done before. And the women that are able to do that and do it well, they're the ones that are really able to serve their audience. And of course, when you offer it in the front end with your book, which is what you're doing, that is what is going to allow you to truly serve on every single level and serve the market the way that it should be served. So let's talk about six figures, the numbers, right? Because I jotted down exactly what it takes to get to six figures with those three items that I told you about. So let's say in a given year, once you publish your book, 4,000 people buy your book. And no matter what you price it at, let's just say you're getting a $4 royalty. So usually if you price your book around $10, $11, $12 on Amazon, you'll get about a $4 royalty. And that's great. 4,000 people buy your book, $4 royalty, that's $16,000 for the year. Now, that's a great start. <laughs> if you were just an author, you know, that that's may or may not be enough for you, but we're talking six figures here. So that is just the beginning. So that's 4,000 people buying your book. That's 16,000 in your bank account. Amazing. Now let's say 10,000 people download your lead magnet. And remember, your goal is to get more people to download your lead magnet and join your email list than actually buy your book. Because in the end, it's those that see you as an author and even join your email list, even if they don't plan to read your book, but they join your email list because they love you as the author, that those still are in a great position to join one of your offers. So if you have 10,000 download your lead magnet, and let's say 10% of those decide to join your low ticket offer, your low ticket offer is priced at 39 bucks, then 1,000 times 39 is 39,000. And then you have a high ticket offer that's a one-on-one coaching with you. Let's say you price it at 5000 And let's just say one person a month decides to join it. So that's 12 clients over the course of a year. That's $60,000 right there. So your annual revenue from your book that if you were just an author, you would have made 16000 from. Your annual revenue with those three elements, the 
lead magnet, the low ticket offer, and the high ticket offer is $115,000. That sounds so much better than $16,000 now, doesn't it? And by the way, I want to make a point here. If you already have a book, but you're not seeing numbers like this, then there's two issues you may have. The number one issue is what I usually see is that you're not driving enough traffic to your book. You're not treating your book as the true top of your funnel. You're not leaning into that circle of awesome and letting it kind of build and build and build. Or or if you are doing that, you're still not seeing these numbers, then your book teachings and offers are not in alignment. Maybe you're selling a book that is a completely different topic than what your offers are. So people that are buying your book, they want to buy more from you, and then they're realizing that you don't offer anything that's related to your book. So that is the issue there. So just know that if you already have a book and you're not seeing these types of numbers, then that's the issue. And I would urge you to go back and think about where the areas of opportunities are here. Now, I think above everything else, The key takeaway here in this episode is that you want to start with the book. You really want to start with the book. And with that book, you want to build up your circle of awesome to six and seven figures and beyond because you know that when you write your story, you change the world. I'm Jessica DeBry. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free jumpstart your journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the author entrepreneur podcast. Mm-hmm.